Righto, from JMI Wealth, Andrew Kelleher, good morning. Very good morning, Mike. GDP, give me your thoughts. Yeah, well, I mean, not great news on the weather front yesterday for our poor old friends down the South Island, but great news today on, on sort of the business and the economy uh, yesterday. So GDP, Mike, um, that outcome was much stronger than expected, which is great to see, and we'll take that. And for those that haven't heard out there, 0.9% uh, was the GDP outcome for the second quarter. Uh, market expectations were sitting in that sort of 0.4 to 0.6. And you have a 3.2% uh, growth for the year to June. Quite a bit to focus on in here, Mike. So I'll just sort of try and pick some highlights here. Firstly, uh, key point, we've had lots of inward migration. So if you're just for population, GDP per capita is 0.2%. Now, more people equals more activity, not necessarily more activity per person. We should always look at GDP per capita. Second, I just want to address this, this the recession, the famed recession. Uh, so, you know, you and I have talked about the standard definition, often two quarters of negative growth. Um, Q1 originally printed at minus 0.1. It was revised to zero, therefore abracadabra. Hey, presto, no recession. Now, make a couple of observations here because it, it was revised to zero. There's very little material difference to our outcomes, whether it's zero or minus 0 0.1. Also, it only moved to zero because of rounding. Stats New Zealand round to one decimal place, not two decimal places. So the actual economic experience doesn't really change for anybody at all, does it, Mike, for all intents and purposes? So a very technical issue there. There's another technical quirk here, Mike. If you look at the breakdown of the contribution to the outcome across the various sectors, you know, how much do they contribute? The biggest contribution to the 0.9% outcome was a balancing item of 0.3%. Now that's a result of all the COVID-related volatility that we've seen over the last few years. You will not see, I don't believe, another balancing item of 0.3%. But all those issues aside, it is a good result. But it is quite historic, given it's looking at three months to the end of June. It's now almost October, and we've seen material changes in activity since then. Business services were the biggest driver of growth. Then you had public administration, safety and defence. Uh, they were prominent, so government expenditure played a part. Uh, primary sector was weak, uh, was a detractor from growth. Uh, it's widely also expected, Mike, that growth will now falter in the third quarter and possibly the fourth quarter. And for those, uh, for those mathematical wonks out there, your June 22 and your September 22 numbers were very strong. They fall out of the annual calculations now as we move ahead, which drops the GDP number quite significantly. But, Mike, certainly a better starting point than we had expected. It does point to a degree of resilience in the economy that we hadn't expected, and that, at the end of the day, is a good thing. We will take that, and then came Fonterra. And then came Fonterra, um, which, was a, uh, which was a much sort of better outcome than we had expected as well for their end result. Pretty special number. Uh, yesterday they released their 2023 results. was a record profit after tax of $1.6 billion. Massive improvement on the previous year. And would comment also that the balance sheet is looking more robust. Uh, just, just a sort of a, a broader comment, Mike. We've, you've seen a sort of change in management there. You've seen Miles Sorelkin. You've had a change in strategy and profitability and balance sheet health have responded very positively to both those changes. Uh, the Farmgate milk price for 2023 confirmed at $8.22 per kilogram of milk solids. $8.20 was the midpoint of the range. Also, full-year dividend of $0.50. Cents. That's on top of a capital return to farmers earlier this year following divestment of some assets. So farmers have effectively received $9.22 this year. 
I think we can speculate that will be very welcome as many dairy farmers will be sort of faced with a challenging year ahead with lower revenue at the same time, same time sort of absorbing all the high inflation that they've seen to their input costs. Um, just a couple of observations. Their key products, their reference products, um, much reduced import demand. They quantified the much reduced import demand from Asia and China. They were down 5.9% and 11.2% uh, respectively. Uh, they're getting pretty good margins, though, in their ingredients, channel cheese and proteins. Uh, just looking at the Fonterra shareholder units that trade on NZX, uh, they've ridden, risen recently from $3.08 to $3.46, up 5% yesterday. So uh, pretty good. You've nice. like that number. Nice. What are the numbers? Uh, yeah, this isn't so good actually this morning, Mike, because uh, markets are reacting negatively following the Federal Reserve announcement yesterday. The Dow Jones is down 200 points, uh, 34241 is the number there. The S&P 500 is down 1%, about 45 points, 4357. The poor old Nasdaq is down 1.2%, 163 points, 13,305. Uh, the FTSE 100 lost... Uh, 53 basis points yesterday, 7678. The Nikkei was down 1.37%, uh, 32571. The close there. Shanghai Composite down 3 quarter percent, 3084. Uh, the ASX 200, they had a, a shocking day yesterday, down 1.37%, also 98.7065. NZX 50 relatively resilient, though only down 6 points, 11,318. Kiwi dollar, a little bit weaker, 0.5937 against the US. 0.9238 Aussie, 0.5565 Euro, 0.4826 against the pound, 87.56 Japanese yen. Gold is trading at $1,920. Here we go. I'm come on. Come on. Give us the good, give us the go. good week end in of the news. Week. End of the week. Good news, Mike. $93. Only $93. Well, we it's lower than it was, mate. Take what you get, all right? Take what you get. You have a good weekend. See you Monday. Uh, no, we won't see you Tuesday. Andrew Kelleher, jmowealth.co.nz.